Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Yes, indeed. It is the get right right here on your home of the Cowboys and World Series champion Texas Rangers 105.3 The Fan. I'm Reginald Datatula. That's the three-time Hall of Famer Chris Arnold who is, uh, who is not to be challenged. He's not to be trifled with. Y'all think he can't do this? He invented doing this. Don't ever say that he can't do that ooh-wee. Because he can. Got you Thanks done. for rocking with us on this Thursday evening in the You got the long ooh-wee, Tolo. <laughs> oh, man. Hmm. Uh, yes, you can always get involved by texting in to the truckreg.com text line. That number is 877-881-1053, where uh, Chris Arnold, Right out of the gates on the show, someone was like, ah, he used to hold that ooey long. And Chris was like, oh, bet. Oh, bet. All right, say less. Here we go. And then you got the extended. Mm-hmm. You got the director's cut. Remix. Wait a minute. Ooh-wee. Um, obviously, mm-hmm. we're coming off of talking to our friend Jared Sandler. Thanks to him for joining us live from the Bahamas, a casino in the Bahamas, to let us know uh, or you know, give us information about the Texas Rangers signing a reliever. A right-handed reliever, David Robertson, previously uh, played with the Mets and the uh, Marlins mm-hmm. last season. And uh, Jeff Passan let He's us know 38. That, yeah, 38 years old um, as of right now. And Jeff Passan let us know that it'll be a one-year, around $11 or $12 million um, deal for him pending physical. So Rangers getting a little, just a little active in um, <clears throat> in the free agency market. I realized that I cleared my throat on the microphone, which I apologize. That's probably... Probably nasty, not what I should do. I should also let you know the Rangers announced that they had minor league signings. Uh, infielder Matt Duffy, left-handed pitcher Blake Taylor, mm-hmm. first baseman Jared Walsh. Those They will all go to spring training on their spring training roster of four, uh, 64. So that was uh, announced earlier today. But, of course, big news. David Robertson, you have a maybe a high leverage closing caliber pitcher. He had 18 saves last year. So I'm going to quote the uh, general Gavin Dawson one more again. You're enjoying the greatest Rangers offseason of all time, and it continues to roll on. The hits just keep on coming. Why exactly is it the greatest Rangers offseason? Because they are your World Series champion, Texas Rangers, and every time you look up, somebody's going into the Hall of Fame or somebody's getting re-signed, somebody's making some noise, and guess what? There's going to be a fan fest this weekend as well. We're all going to celebrate. There you go. Yeah, I need to, I need to make sure I update that too. Let me go ahead and write that down real quick. Um, Right now, your stars uh, in the second period, and unfortunately, I appreciate the totals. Yes, absolutely, always do. There's a lot mm-hmm. of folks uh, shouting out that "Ooh, we extended edition" by CA. They appreciated that. Well, I don't know what I do not appreciate 
Uh, Ottinger has having a little bit of a rough Uh-oh. go of it, even against no. the Anaheim Ducks. It's 2-1 in favor of Anaheim what? right now. Yeah, 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 in the second period. so Anaheim's not any good. Uh, I mean, they're not the worst team in the league. They lost 30 games. That is true. I cannot, I cannot combat that, uh, that factual statement. Uh, so, yeah, we'll keep you up to date with what's happening there. But right now, we want to get a little bit into the coaching uh, carousel in the NFL, uh, what's happening with the various coaches. And we got uh, we, we've, we've, uh, the musical chairs of it all. We've gotten two more seats filled, which means there's only two more open as we talk about head coaching vacancies. Uh, <laughs> you just painted a hell of a picture. I see these coaches walking around these that's, chairs. If that's not what it is. <laughs> if that's not what it yeah, is. Waiting for the music to stop. Last couple of seasons, Dan Quinn was like, I'll play. And he's like, no, nah, actually, I'm, I'm not playing. Mm-hmm. But he's playing right playing now. Right he's now. actually expected to have a second in-person interview with the commanders, Dan Quinn is. So there's that happening. Um, Kellen Moore has been requested by the Eagles and the Cleveland Browns in their offensive coordinator searches. So he never lasts one minute in Philly. He's too mild mannered. He's like an Osmond brother. That city's too rough for him. Oh, they man, they would call for his head on a pike. Those people. One are bad wild. play, not one bad game. One bad play, uh, especially after last year. Like he'd That's be, he'd be having an answer for those things, but. Obviously, the big news of the day, uh, or the the big uh, position fillings, the Panthers end up getting Dave Canales, who was the pre- previously the offensive coordinator for the Bucks, first time offensive coordinator or play caller there in Tampa. Uh, a lot of people giving him credit for helping uh, rehabilitate the quarterbacking careers of Baker Geno Mason. Smith Baker in uh, Seattle, and like you mentioned. Baker Mayfield. And they said, we can have you fix Bryce Young. Yeah, and that seems to be it. Also, it was a little notable to me that you went with a guy who maybe wasn't as big on the profile as some of the other names that have been out there. And I imagine that's intentional because you look over at the Panthers and I wonder if those guys would have wanted to be in the position of being the Panthers head coach with all of the the, the ways in which there's a lot to do, but then also the ways in which the owner has proven to be very uh, short-leashed in the like way that he this. operates. He has been there two years, and he has fired coaches midseason both years. Yeah. It's just that simple. Would you trust your career with that man? No. I, I mean, I wouldn't. Let me, so. let, me, let me see you have a coach there for a year or two. Maybe I might take it. Godspeed to Dave Canales, right? Like, his, he's got uh-huh. his work cut, cut out for him. Obviously, the you know young talent in Bryce Young, but the, the first rookie year for him did not look great. And so you will have to, like, build the offense around him and try and see if you can get the most out of him. And it is, I imagine it'll be a little nerve-wracking as it's your first time there and you know that the, the owner can be a little bit uh, a little bit tepid. And so I, I want... his last name? Tep, yeah, it might be. You might need to change it. Uh, but I'm interested to see what his staff looks like because typically yeah. you get a young coach, you know, maybe they saddle him with a nice associate head coach that's got some experience OG. or maybe a coordinator. So mm-hmm. interested to see what happens there. The other move that was a little bit of a surprise as, you know, we had names like uh, Bill Belichick in the Falcons search who, you know, had had a couple of uh, visits. Bobby Slowick. You know, the, the young, mm-hmm. offensive, talented mind uh, in Houston who really had C.J. Stroud and the entire offense looking really good. He had his uh, had an interview with the Falcons, but ultimately the Falcons hire defensive coordinator for the Rams, Raheem Morris, who is he coached with Dan Quinn, in fact. Yeah. And uh, he also, yeah, with Atlanta and coached at Tampa Bay. Yeah, co- he was a head coach at Tampa. Yeah. And one thing I love about Raheem Morris is he, you know, you have some guys that are defensive guys, offensive guys. He's coached on both sides of the football. 
And so, like, I mean, I know he switched at one point to the offensive side as an opportunity to maybe, like, have a path upwards. I think that that offers a very unique perspective. He's, you know, been a head coach before, but he's also now one of the many assistants uh, or people that have worked under uh, Sean McVay who have gotten uh, a job. I mean, Sean McVay, they are, he has put quite a few folks. He's been the head coach of the Rams for seven seasons. Five of his former assistants have been named NFL head coaches now. Matt mm-hmm. LaFleur mm-hmm. in Green mm-hmm. Bay, Zach Taylor in, in Cincinnati. Cincinnati, Brandon Staley in uh, Los Angeles with the Chargers. We don't have to talk about that that much. Kevin yeah, O'Connell. It worked for a minute. Yeah, I guess. Well, he, got, I guess. Like, he got the head job. He did get the <laughs> He got in the door. Oh. Uh, Kevin O'Connell mm-hmm. in uh, Minnesota. And now Raheem Morris in Atlanta. And if you want to talk about coordinators, Shane Waldron, Wes Phillips, Ejiro Evero, Joe Barry, and Matt Daniels have all worked under him. So you, you, and he's I, not even that old. Yeah. You, I mean, we've already had discussions on if Sean McVay is going to retire before. And so, look, it appears if you work for Sean McVay. Is Sean McVay 50 yet? I don't oh, even no, think he's, he's 50. He's not. It was so wild about this. Compare his coaching tree to uh, what Belichick can't get done. We're talking about his coaching tree, which never works. None of those guys have ever taken his legacy anywhere else to make it work, except the player, um, Tennessee Titans. Mike Vrabel, who is also still out there. So, like I said, we kind of got these uh, musical chairs. But you you, you mentioned something about Atlanta. They didn't pick Belichick. And that's that was right. the obvious thing that it's like, what? They picked Raheem instead of Belichick? Yeah, and I know that there was and the thing about it is that's the only place where Bill Belichick has had interviews or had any level of interest. And so real quick, I want to get back to that. But I did want to just kind of lay out the landscape. There's only two more head coaching openings left at this point. The Seattle Seahawks, where they, you know, obviously moved Pete Carroll into the front office if he wants to do that, but kind of looks like against his will, so he kind of got fired, right? There's that situation. And then there's the Washington Commanders who have their opening. And so we mentioned Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn is actually still up for both of those positions. But like I said, Bill Belichick has not been considered for either of those positions. And it makes me, I mean, like, are we ready for an NFL without Bill Belichick? And beyond that, does it feel like he's done, right, in the league? Because if he did not get a job now, I'm interested in seeing him, like, maybe do some TV. I'd be interested in seeing some of that knowledge that he has be kind of conveyed to an audience in a way through television, whether it's pre- and post-game or even, I don't even know if he'd be good on a game as an analyst, but does it feel like he could take a year off and then come back around and get a job? Because it feels like some of the same things that he's fighting against now, he'd be fighting against next year, wouldn't he? Yeah, but I'm sure if he does television, it'll be the same thing that happened with Sean Payton. Sean Payton, a much younger Coach, mm-hmm. Belichick will be 73 a year from now. You for I'm going? Right. If he takes the whole year off, he comes back at the age of 73, heading, on, heading to be 74. And, of course, he's, you know, I don't think he's 20 games behind Don Shula as the all-time winningest coach in NFL history, which is one of the things he wants. The other thing he wants real badly is a Super Bowl ring without Tom Brady's name attached to it. So he's trying to get those things, which is why I can't see him being retired. I can just see him waiting to see if he winds up the right place. And it actually crossed my mind. Could the right place be the Dallas Cowboys a year from now if Mike McCarthy doesn't work out? I have no idea. I doubt it. But believe it or not, Stephen Jones and Bill Belichick are really good friends. Mm. A lot of people don't know this, but Stephen and Belichick, not Jerry and Belichick, but Stephen and Belichick are really good friends. 
So can you imagine Steven saying, you know what? I can get my dad a ring. I can get Belichick a ring without Brady's. And I can help Belichick be the winningest coach of all time. I can see Steven trying to get all those things done at one time if Mike McCarthy does not work out. I'm saying only if Mike McCarthy does not work out. In the meantime, I'm going to quote uh, Brian Broaddus, who has that gang of seven. Yeah. He texts. He looks in his, his phone and texts them all the time, seeing what's up. Because it looked like it was a no-brainer that Belichick was going to Atlanta. And well, then all of a sudden they didn't. And according to his gang of seven, the guy that's running the operations over there, he doesn't like change. He likes things the way they are. And Belichick would need some changes. And he's like, nope, I'd rather go with something I'm comfortable with. Raheem, come on back. As opposed to, and I'm paraphrasing Belichick. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm paraphrasing uh, Broaddus and his uh, his gang of seven. But they they know stuff. They are clued in. And Belichick is not in Atlanta because Atlanta, the front office said, nah, we scrape. We it, don't need some coach coming in here trying to bring, trying to change some things. And even gen- though it's Belichick, that general manager would be Terry Fondo. But honestly, to be fair, like you say, even though it's Belichick, Belichick has not had a sterling record when it comes nope. to personnel. Nope. Um, and honestly, like as a head coach, he's had some some issues, especially when we talk about like fielding a staff that's uh, that's you know useful and like giving you good offensive production. In particular, could could you see? Because again, I don't know like all these other things that factor in, and of course you mentioned he said he's in his uh, early seventies at this point. Mm-hmm. We've seen some, not a lot, but some you know coaches after having their head coaching stint and not nearly the same length or um, caliber as Belichick, you know, go back to being coordinators. Could you possibly see him being a defense coordinator? Because he's still great at the defensive portion of this, and there are some teams out there that are going to need one. Could you see, especially like with? The, the 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 penchant for the NFL hiring young offensive talent so that your play caller remains without having to lose your offense coordinator, pairing them with a veteran defensive coordinator like Bill Belichick, I imagine that would be appealing, but I, he would have to be able to go for it. You say that, and wouldn't it be crazy if Dan Quinn goes to Seattle and they bring in Belichick to replace him in, at the star? I'm only saying that because you've got to get a short-term defensive coordinator. You follow where I'm going with this? Mm-hmm. With Mike McCarthy being... Under this one last year in his contract, nobody's going to rush to the Cowboys to be their defensive coordinator, not knowing if McCarthy can stay, except maybe a guy like Belichick. If the Cowboys said, okay, we'll rent him for a year, and guess what? If we lop off McCarthy's head, Belichick is your head coach, just kind of like they did with Dan Quinn. Or let's say that they use you know, Belichick for this one year, make that run, go to the NFC Championship game or a Super Bowl, whatever they want, and they know that Belichick's going on to whatever head coaching job he really wants. In other words, I could see that as a possibility. It sounds far-fetched, but it's not. Nobody saw Parcells coming either, and it happened. Nobody saw that coming, and it happened. As far as Belichick going anywhere else to be a defense coordinator, he could. He could. But it's got to be a situation where he can go bounce from that to be a head coach because he wants a Super Bowl ring. He's mm-hmm. not going to be – Okay, Ernie Zampezi, I'm an older guy now. I'm North Turner now. I'm going to just be a coordinator. Right. No, he wants to end his career as a head coach with the most victories in NFL history. And so, again, that might be a bridge to be a temporary defensive coordinator, maybe sliding in for the Cowboys if Quinn goes to Seattle or Washington or um, somewhere else just for a season. No different than going to the TV booth. Yeah, but now you only have two spots, as I mentioned, Seattle and Washington. Washington. I can't Dan see Dan Quinn's out there. If they, fire, if they fired Pete Carroll because he's 72, they're not bringing in Belichick because he's 72. Sure, fair so enough. So it's Washington. And they haven't showed mind. any interest, but 
I mean, think about the names that are still out there that we considered high-level candidates and, like, maybe either as veterans that have a lot of experience that you would like or even, like, young, talented, schematic yeah. guys. Detroit's Bob- guy. Ben Johnson, uh-huh. you mentioned. Him. Bobby Slowick. Yep. Um, Mike McDonald, the defense coordinator. For in, the Ravens. For the Ravens. Obviously, Dan Quinn is involved here. That's four names, and I'm, I feel like I'm forgetting some already. And two chairs. Two chairs. So there's going to be a couple of teams that re, that retain their coordinator that I imagine are also going to be very happy about the opportunity to do I'm so. I'm going to ask you a question that Chiafala posed, or maybe it was Woltrick that posed on G-Bag Nation. It was Chiafala. He said, pick your poison. Would you rather have Dan Quinn be the head coach of your arch rival Washington football team mm-hmm. commanders, or would you rather have Ben? Oh, but, uh, uh, Ben Johnson? Ben Johnson, who everybody says this is the guy. He's going to be the next genius. He's going to be the next Sean McVay. He's going to be the next it guy to be the head coach of your rival in your division. Ben or, or uh, Quinn. I mean, neither of, those is, neither of those is really preferable, to be completely honest. Uh-huh. I guess maybe you go Ben Johnson because you don't know that he could be a good NFL head coach. Like, you know that he's got right. offense in his bag. Right. It feels like Dan Quinn has an understanding of how to be a good NFL coach. Mm-hmm. I will say this. I will say this. It happened to the Cowboys back in the 1990s when North Turner left the Cowboys to be the head coach of the Washington Redskins. And at that time, it was like, oh, no, he's the offensive coordinator. He knows everything. Guess what? The Cowboys owned Norv. Norv never beat the Cowboys. Yeah, and yes, 8469, don't forget Mike Vrabel. Mike Vrabel's still out there. He's still out there, too, yeah. It's the Get Right right here on 105. Maybe you can rent him to be a defensive coordinator. If he's if he's if, up for if it, Quinn goes. right? If if he's if he does not have a spot in the musical chairs of it all, and Dan Quinn is not here, mm-hmm. maybe so. So get right right here on one oh five three. The fan coming up next in honor of what was a letdown of a season for your Dallas Cowboys. What teams all time were the biggest letdowns? Any sport? Text in eight seven seven eight eight one one zero five three. We'll do it next on the fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 
So get right right here on 105 through the fan. Reginald Datatuli here with you alongside the three-time Hall of Famer Chris Arnold. Got you down. Thanks for rocking with us on this Thursday evening in the Metroplex. The Stars are tied two goals apiece Good. versus the visiting Anaheim Ducks um, at the AAC. Um, let's see, about four minutes to go in the second period. Um, and trying to get your goal scores because I, I missed who scored the second one, not going to lie. A lot of things happening here. With the you know the news that we have breaking uh, or we had breaking earlier today mm-hmm. that your Rangers signed a reliever right-handed pitcher David Robertson played with the Mets and with the Dolph or uh, the Marlins different Miami team uh, last season but Matt Duchesne scored the first one the second one scored by Craig Smith unassisted so those are your two goal scores for the for the Stars they currently. Tied with the Anaheim Ducks in the second period at the AAC. But right now, I mentioned how, you know, just a a tough end to a season. Real disappointing end for your Dallas Cowboys in the wild card round of these playoffs. And so, What are you doing? Making people ball up their fists all over again? Yeah, but really, I guess. But also release your fists because now we're just going to remember all the times in history where there's been letdowns, you know? Uh, so, in other words, they're not the only one. No, absolutely not. 877-881-1053. What are some of the biggest letdowns that you recall in sports? And, CA, would you like to go first? I know that the one the one that comes to mind makes for me makes me upset for a very particular reason. Um... I'm not going to use the one that the 214. That's fine. You don't have to. But I'm going to tell you the 214. Can I say that and then go back? Or are you going to just say the 214? Okay. So, yeah, let's let's get in on these texts, I guess. As someone uh, from the 214 said the 07 Mavs, like 67 wins and yeah. then losing in the very first round of the playoffs to the former head coach of your team. You know, that was Don, uh, Nelson. Don Nelson's uh, Golden State Warriors, the mm-hmm. We Believe Warriors. I remember mm-hmm. that that was the one where uh, – Baron who, Davis. Yeah, who, who put a, who put a hole in the wall? Dirk, but was that, that was – yeah, Dirk, in the, in, a, in the wall in Oakland. Yeah. The Golden State, it was right outside the gym. I, I, that, that whole still was there for a long, long time. Uh, Dirk, yeah, they left it as a memorial for a minute. Exactly. There. Yeah. Dirk was so upset. I don't blame him. That was, that was, that was a gut punch right there. Yeah, that, that ends up being a little bit of a – one that comes to mind a few times, that kind of story of, like, you were really mm-hmm. good and then you didn't uh, get it done. I saw it on the truckwreck.com text on the 469. They said, last year's Boston Bruins. Yeah. Said, broke many regular season records, including best records and best points. Absolutely did that. Lost in the first round to a scrappy upstart. Seven games to the Florida Panthers, who ultimately um. made a really good run, but very clearly were not, I guess, over the course of a regular season, weren't a better team, but just ultimately had, you know, were playing hot at the right time. And there's a local tie to that because the coach for those Bruins is. Oh, uh, wasn't it uh, Jim, Jim Montgomery? Montgomery? Former Stars coach. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, oh, feel bad for money. Uh, the one I was going to bring up, because I kind of pushed it further, it just denied the opportunity, what I thought would have been one of the greatest Super Bowls of all time. Back in 1998. Those damn dirty birds from Atlanta beat Randy Moss and the Minnesota Vikings. For mm, those who don't recall, yeah. in 1998, the Vikings were known for offensive defense. They had Randall Cunningham at quarterback. Yes. Robert Smith running back. Chris Carter, Randy Moss. They scored an NFL record 556 points during the regular season. Moss set an NFL record with 17 touchdown passes caught, most ever by a rookie. Gary Anderson, the kicker, became the first place kicker in NFL history to convert every field goal and every extra point he ever attempted. The Vikings defense was number six in the league, featuring Hall of Famer John Randall. 
Yeah. And in that NFC Championship I felt game, so bad for John Randall. Oh, I felt. Listen, Gary Anderson missed the field goal for the first time. This it's kind of like the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. That, or actually, it's a 49ers game. It's kind of like the Green Bay Packers because literally, had he made that field goal, that lead would have been 10 points. Yeah. Instead, Atlanta tied it. They go in overtime, sudden death, and then the Falcons go to the Super Bowl to take on Denver. And the reason I was so mad about that was because Denver, I don't have anything against Denver. They had just won the Super Bowl with the year before with John Elway. They were trying to become only the fifth team in NFL history to win consecutive Super Bowls. I didn't want them to do it because I wanted the Cowboys to be the last team to do that. Talking about the ones with Michael Irvin and Troy Aikmans. And then three out of four years. And then that was the same year. It was going to be a showdown. You had Terrell Davis with 2,000 yards rushing. Denver's defense was pretty good. Denver had started the season 13-0. and yep. the, the biggest stretch of undefeatedness since the Dolphins in 72. And then the Vikings lost. Yeah. I just wanted to see the Vikings versus the Broncos live at this. I was going to be there. I was there. But it, the Vikings just didn't show up. And then here come, and then there goes the Falcons doing Atlanta it, Falcons things where they they disappoint. Uh-huh, like, doing if y'all was going to do dance. that, just let the Vikings go play. Right? Yes. What's wrong with y'all? Yes. Uh, man, there's so many of them flooding in. Mm-hmm. Let me see if I can get through some of these. Uh, on the 214, the, the Thunder with Kevin Durant, Westbrook, and Harden losing in the finals. What year was that? I can't remember exactly. But that was that was just my that's what that I didn't 12? trust. That was twelve. Yeah. It was the yeah. year after the Mavericks won it. They go to the finals. It was their turn. They thought, and and it was like all this pressure on LeBron. I was so mad at James Harden. He was sixth man of the year. All he had to do was what he normally did in the regular season. That's when I did not trust playoff Harden ever again in life. But you know what? I, I was not. I was not wildly let down by that because it felt like they were overachieving already. Like in the NBA, it feels like there's kind of a script where you oh, have to go, true. you have to get into the playoffs oh, and then true, have some. But let knots. me tell the truth. I can't stand Dwayne Wade. No, I that's why it. I didn't want to see Miami win it. At I ain't all. mad at you. I get it. Uh, but like, I was like, okay. But I was and mad at Harden because he's the one that let him down. Look at over the tapes. Go to YouTube. Look up the stories. James Harden did not show up in the finals, and all he had to do was what he normally. He didn't have to carry it. KD and Russ and Serge Ibaka, they were doing their thing. All he had to do was average what he did coming off the bench, and he didn't do it. Sure, but I mean, it, I, the, I know it wasn't their time, but I'm just saying I can't stand Wade. Yeah, and I, I think the thing that was disappointing in retrospect is that there was a lot of folks that looked at it and were like, "Well, this team's going to be back, and they're going to be." Mm-hmm. Ultimately, yep. it didn't work it out that happened. way. It's it's one of the you know cautionary tales about viewing things from that perspective. Uh, people bring up the 06 finals, going back to that Dwayne Wade feeling when it comes to the Mavs. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, the 1983 Houston Q- oh, Coug- Cougars. Five Slamma Jamma. Memphis, Memphis uh, State, I guess, at that time. No, 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 no. That's NC, Cent- or NC that's, State. That that's Jim Valvano. That's Valvano. Yeah. The Miracle. And, again, I feel bad for them because that was one of the greatest college basketball teams of all time, and they don't really get their rightful props because they didn't win at all. Yeah. It's a damn shame. Elijah Wan, Clyde Drexler, that team was – Guy Rogers, that coach. Man, well, yeah, he did. That's what they all say. And, again, they say, well, Guy Rogers always just rolled the ball out. When he actually – in other words, it kind of dis, dis, it kind of messed up his legacy as well. Houston was a fun team to watch when they were fast lamb jamma. Absolutely. Um, let's see some other ones. Someone mentioned from the two and four Brazil losing to Germany in the World Cup beat down. Yes, absolutely. Brazil like just a always yeah. viewed as a very great uh, you know nation when it comes to the World Cup. And in 2014, Germany beat them down seven goals to one. I mean, they got that one mm-hmm. little uh, consolation goal, but no, that's that that was a really tough loss in the semifinal of the World Cup. 
the team that came to mind for me as we are talking about some of the biggest letdowns in sports after your Cowboys did that thing against the Green Bay Packers in the wild card round after having yet another 12-5 season. How about the 73-win Golden State Warriors? Yeah, when Draymond... 2016. When, yeah, Draymond got suspended. And the reason why this makes me mad, I'm no, I'm no like Golden State Warriors fan, and I mean, I think a lot of people were, you know, in on the history chase. And the tough part about it is I think that it put the final death knell in caring about the regular season. For the NBA? In the NBA. Because they won those 73 games, and they were going to be named the greatest team of all time, and it meant nothing. It meant nothing, right? Ultimately, because yep. they did not win on the back end. And so I think teams have geared everything now, and maybe players as well, to the idea of, well, we need to figure out what to do in the playoffs because right. none of these accomplishments in the regular season are going to be celebrated or appreciated mm-hmm. Good as, point. as long as you don't win a, a championship. And I really do hate it because this is the thing yeah. is a lot of the folks who will come around and complain about the fact that this is this way also lean, in, lean into that level of uh, perspective on it where it was like, well, that doesn't matter unless you win the championship. And it's tough because I love basketball. I want to watch all this basketball sure. and see it matter, but unfortunately now it just teams. doesn't. And now you don't know if it's going to be great. All because. They, and by the way, Kevin Durant does not go to Golden State had they won that title. They would have three-peated and they would have been saying, we don't need you. Instead, Draymond calls up KD in the parking lot saying, it's all my fault. Come on up here. We can get this thing. And that's uh, seriously, Kevin Durant literally was not going to leave Oklahoma City. He was not unhappy in Oklahoma City. They wooed him and said, guess what? You can be the, one of the biggest names in the world because we've got Silicon Valley. And by the way, for those who don't know about uh, Kevin Durant's portfolio, you should see his investment portfolio. He's into all kinds of tech stuff. Big He's money. rich. Big money. Um, from the 214, Patriots losing to the Giants. What, was, what year was that? Yeah, they were undefeated. Yeah. It was 2007. Was or no, seven. You're right. And w- there's another Tolo that also texted in, said his disappointment, Reg, was this 469 was the Cowboys 2007. That was the year they lost to those same Giants. And that was the year that Tony Romo went to Cabo and everybody blamed him for going to Cabo. Right. And there were people thinking that maybe the Cowboys could have been the team that knocked off the Patriots. The Patriots, they were, I wanted to see history too. I was at that game. I have to give the Patriots credit. They answered every question after that game. It was like the first time they, and by the way, they were setting records that entire season. I'm talking about offensive records. Every kind of, no game was close. And the reason they were doing that was because they were internally mad that people thought Spygate was the reason that they won Super Bowls. And they're like, F some video cameras. We, we, show, we'll make every game not close if you think we're not that good. And they were blowing out everybody. Randy Moss did not get a ring. Because of that, uh, because of the yeah, Giants. that's what I hate. Because the, man, the pin of the helmet on the helmet, or yeah, pin of the football yeah, on David the helmet. Tyree. Yeah, David man. Tyree. Yeah, that, that, he was so good that year. Um, that was that was the most high powered offense that you saw for the Patriots mm-hmm. ever. Didn't win a championship for it. Um, there's a lot of other ones. Someone brought up Bakersfield trash on Twitch. Brought up the 04 Lakers tried to get a ring with Gary Payton and that other despicable dude. Um, yep. Let's see. 93-94 Sonics were eliminated uh, by the Nuggets. They were the first seed. They're projected to win it. Dikembe um, Mutombo. Yep. Yep. Huh. That, yep. That one, I'm not going to lie. That one does not come to mind for me personally. Uh, from the 817, Oilers blowing a, a big season, choking against the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, that was – you know what's a damn shame about that? If the Oilers – I kid you not. That was the year the Cowboys won the second or first Super Bowl. All I can tell you is – 
the Oilers were actually better than the Cowboys that year. And I mm. think if the Cowboys had played the Oilers in the Super Bowl, I don't know if the Cowboys automatically win that thing. They got up they beat Buffalo and gave it up. It was a, it was a damn shame. And you know what? There are people who actually blame Warren Moon. Warren Moon don't play defense. There are people Not trying to blame. You know, it's kind of like people trying to blame. You know. Quarterbacks when the quarterbacks don't play defense yeah. is all I got to say. Uh, and then, of course, you could flip that and talk about the Bills losing four times. And again, they, they their kicker, that first Super Bowl, had they beaten the Giants on that wide right field goal, literally you wouldn't be talking about the Bills as like four-time losers. You'd been talking to them like the Atlanta Braves of the 90s. They won their one World Series, and you don't say nothing about the losses. One other thing about baseball, somebody brought up the Seattle Teams won over oh, 100 yeah, games. the Mariners that won. And then even the Dodgers this past season. Yeah, the, Do- games. the Dodgers a few times have done this. Mm-hmm. Again, Dave Roberts, get it done, buddy. They will be on your deck. For they real? will be on your doorstep. You might get a brick through you window. Get Ooh. it done, my man. Get it done. It's the Get Right right here on 105.3 The Fan. I Those like are just some of, the, yeah. some of the letdowns, greatest let down, letdowns all time in sports uh, here on the Get Right on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, let's go around the NFL, talk about some of the things that are happening in the National Football League. We'll do it next on The Fan. So get right right here on 105.3 The Fan. Reginald Datatula here with you alongside the three-time Hall of Famer Chris Arnold. Got you down. <laughs> Had to get a bird bow. It's a, <laughs> we <laughs> keep it real fun here. on the Thursday. Uh, we are having fun on the Thursday. It's been a fun show. Shout out to David Shrupp on the ones and twos. Thank you, mm-hmm. sir. And thank you guys for rocking with us, including the person from the 214 who said, text, send us a text on the truckrig.com text line, 877-881-1053, that says, Had to turn down my TV. Worked up CA, got my neighbor banging on my wall. <laughs> that makes me wonder, how loud are you listening to us? Yeah, for real. Right? Like, uh, Actually, just general question. This is just a poll question of the day, I guess. How loud, like, how loud do you keep your TV? Because I feel like everybody knows the number whereabouts yeah, they keep what, the TV. Yeah, you know your comfort level. But I'm also like, it feels like we're just here talking. Uh-huh. You know, it feels like you don't have to have it up super high. Uh-huh. But... For for that for that high end to get the neighbor yeah. banging on the wall, you had to be listening crazy. Where where you put your number? What's um, your TV number? Not your sleep number. What's your TV? Fair number? Fair enough. Thank you. Uh, probably probably about like a twenty twenty five on my TV. That's where I keep mine. About twenty five. Smart I, man. I say, what about you, David? Where you keep your TV? I feel like doesn't it vary from TV to TV? Though? It does, but you know the number but though. Like you I know the number. Like, okay, so if I'm watching like a DVD, it might be at like twenty five. But uh-huh. if I'm like watching like a on Netflix, it's probably like closer to twenty. So where you guys are at, but I also keep captions on. There is oh, one. Oh wow! Oh, you, that's a whole nother level. You that's a whole nother, captions on everything. I, I notice. I know it's a whole but lot of hearing. Gen Z watches Netflix with captions. I'm serious. They they just do. They just listen to it and they read the captions along with. It's, I think it's because of social media. In it all might, seriousness, it might be, um, and I think also like getting used or you have a you have a thought here. So as a Gen Zer myself, that's why there, I asked. <laughs> I like to make sure I don't miss things, and sometimes like I miss might misunderstand something that's said. I used to literally just rewind something to make sure mm-hmm. I hear it, and it might and I might even rewind rewind it twice, you know. Mm-hmm. But that's why I keep the captions on is just to make sure I understand it. But once I started adding captions, I didn't have to do that anymore. That's why I do it. And you, you know what? Like, I, I know that I was actually, and we're supposed to get around the NFL here. Uh, we will. I might have to move that back myself. Uh, no, I, 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 was, uh, I was listening to a podcast where they were talking about how, you know, just TV has changed, right? Yeah. Obviously, like, we're, we're even further away from the, you know, the times where you're, you know, having vaudeville and, uh-huh. and theater kind of right. inspired, where it's all about projecting and make sure you're heard. 
And now, especially as we have more like digital uh, cameras and things like that mm-hmm. in, in TV, the ways in which performances have changed and audio captures change. And so there's a lot of times where things are less audible than they have been in the past. And I understand that, you know, probably having to, you know, having to have captions probably helps you understand what's happening. You're exactly right. 469 says it even better. He says everything is better with captions. You can make sure you know exactly what the character is saying in the context of every sentence. And I Look, I might disagree on everything is better with captions because I know for myself, I find myself looking at the captions as opposed to like taking in the scene and of the, the pitch, you know, of what's uh, yeah. happening. And so for some shows, obviously seeing everything on the screen isn't necessary, but... For some television, I want to be engrossed in what's what's all on the screen because that's a that's the part of the artwork. As far as the volume is concerned, Reg, you don't struck a, a nerve. All the tolos are texting in. Two one four says I have it on while I work from home. Around twenty two is what I set it on. Two one four says I keep it at ten at home. Fifteen in the car. Four six nine says I do twenty seven. Twenty seven for Vlad Guerrero. Uh, six eight two says South Park season eighteen premieres had Adam and Jerry on there. Changed my mind. Um, let's see. Another one says, I always have the beat in the trunk, so I'm hard of hearing. The volume got to be 50-plus for me. Oh, wow. Okay. And okay. another one says, 105.3 Defense stays on 24-7 in my garage. Loud, all caps. Keeps them away from the vehicles. There you go. There you go. Stay away from that car. By the way. And truck. By the way. Or you, van. You I know, don't know. You, you know drive? what else I have on my, on my TV screen when I'm not really watching it? What's that? I got this fireplace or some kind of city scenery in the background mm. and they got some light jazz music playing so it creates ambiance in the room and I keep that ambiance on at like 10 but you just got some background you got a fire create place in the background you got a city scene in the background and if it's in the morning I got a morning scene if it's in the in the evening I got a, a nice evening city scene but got a little 10 a volume 10 to some jazz music. All right. So we're in this. You know what? I'm just going to I'm going to stash NFL around the NFL in headlines. We're just going to pack it all in. You there, know what? Okay? That's a tease. Make sure you miss, don't miss this Tolos at 10 o'clock. You can hear some NFL. Well, I'm going to get you all the, headlines, the headlines, including around the NFL, because at this point, I'm 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 in the flow, man. I'm in. Exactly. Go with the flow. That's right. Let the spirit take you is what the pastors say. You know, and so with that, with that being the case, apparently we got people that like I need to hear everybody's perspective on captions because and also send in if you're if you're obliged, you know, how old you are or when you were born, because from the four, six, nine, born in 85. And I hate captions. I kind of want to see. Can we find can mm-hmm. we do a little in uh, inexact social science and see if we can figure out where Tabulation this thing happens? Here, yeah. Right. You know. Um, let's see. 20 for the volume unless I'm watching the boondocks and it drops at 15. Okay. Yeah, you better turn that kind of low. He's like, y'all, y'all a little too loud. We don't need by to yourself, yeah. chill out there. Um, uh-huh. They say something, they say something on the boondocks you don't want everybody to hear. <laughs> oh, <I'm saying. laughs> I know what you're talking about. Oh, my goodness. All right. Uh, here we go. Let's, let's see. What channel is that, Chris? Oh, you're, 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 you're do that on YouTube, I'm guessing, like putting yeah, on YouTube. The, okay, there you it's go. It's on YouTube when I get all, like I said, I got the scenery. I mean, it's really cool. You could actually get, like, there's this brother that's got some music, some current music, and it's just him on YouTube, and he's, like, on his ones and twos. He's not putting on a show. He's chill. He's in the background of a beautiful apartment somewhere. Oh, is he DJing? Yes, but he's just sitting, and he's not, like, putting on a show like you're going to see him in concert. He's just chill as the music is chill. He's playing some her. He's playing some scissor. He's playing some stuff to just chill. It's like he's DJing a wine bar. Yes. Very good. And it's like, man, you just put him on in the background. He's your own personal DJ for that mood. 
Uh, let's see. Born in 89, love captions. Born in 85, uh, uh, born in 94, hate captions. Let's see. Huh, interesting. Some oh, 940 says captions sometimes aren't even remotely accurate. You know, you're right. Sometimes I think that's, clo- that's the closed caption, like the live captioning thing. Something. All I know is like, I'm like, that's not what he said. Which is even worse because now I didn't hear what you said and you, you got me behind. I don't know right. what's happening no more. Right. You, I'm going to tell you the one you really cannot trust the captions on. If what's it's that? like a YouTube or, or a podcast that's or right. something. Yeah. And they got the live caption. That is not right. Or the automatic captions uh-huh. or whatever. Yeah. Or they 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 take something and they say you know they're trying to give you the dirt something you see on TikTok they don't match up the words for real. <laughs> uh, from the six three zero they say it's because speakers on flat screen HD TVs are trash. Oh interesting, David, can you come back to this to the to the microphone for me? Uh, when yeah, you're listening you. when you're listening or watching TV and you need captions and you're not hearing things, do you have like a sound bar or some other sound system or is this just based off of the speaker on the TV? So it really depends. So like I have to admit, I still live at home. My parents have something connected to the actual TV. And like if I watch cable, the soundbar works. But for some reason, if I use like my PlayStation to watch Netflix or whatnot, it doesn't connect. Okay, I honestly right. prefer the soundbar because it, I have really atrocious hearing. If you heard how loud I have my music when I work out, you guys would probably think my eardrums <laughs> should be bursted. Yeah. Yeah, so, okay, so we're, we're, we have a working theory here. The idea that maybe, just maybe, it's because the TVs aren't good is yeah, why we need these that's, captions. That's a good theory. I think the, we're working on something the here. 100%. Six, the 682 has a different twist. Listen to this. He okay. says he was born right. in 86. He has captions on everything. He said it makes some form flicks more understandable. But of course, yes. he turns off the captions for sports so he can see the stats. That's fair because it's in that same it's that same, same real estate down yeah. at the bottom of the screen. That's fair. I I do watch like you know I will watch a foreign film here or there. I'm not gonna pretend like I watch them all the time. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to you know front or anything, but <laughs> yeah, I mean it's 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 not something that completely takes me out of it. But I'd prefer to not have to and be able to like really see the scenery if I can. Yeah, I generally don't like the captions. Six hundred one says something funny. He says I hate it when the captions describe the background noise, like it's real <laughs> tense situation, and it's then they'll say something real crazy, like a weird cat meows in the background. And yeah, and also sometimes the captions will like give away something that's supposed to be yes, that's, the, yes, the suspense yeah. cliffhanger. The, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, da, da, da. I don't know what exactly we just did, uh, but we, we went did with it. the flow. We we went with the flow so on, we right here on, on the get, get right. right right here yep, yep, on yep. one hundred five through the fan. Oh my goodness. As I check back in at the AAC, we're in the third period. Oh, no, look at just, this. Uh, just about three minutes into the third period, and your stars are down again. Three crazy. to two is the score. I mean, you're you're doubling the shots on goal uh, versus the uh, versus the Ducks, and yet the Ducks lead three to two at the AAC. Man, it's 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 been a tough goal for them in trying to trying to keep other um, you know other teams off the score sheet, and so. Mm-hmm. We'll keep you up to date with what's happening there. Hopefully your stars can claw back and get a win here. Before we get out of here, because we're talking about captions, we're talking about headphones, we're talking about volumes on speakers. Uh, the 214 says, I believe due to the younger people listening on their headphones too loud, their hearing is poor and captions are necessary. Let me, let me give a shameless plug. Okay. This Sunday on Better Living. Yes. I do this 6 a.m. morning show with this, where I talk about different people making big impacts. I'm talking to a hearing specialist. She is an audiologist with United Healthcare, and she talks about how people are losing their hearing. If you want to go deep on this, you can listen at 6 a.m. right here on 105.3 Defense, or you can go to the Carol D. 
website and it's on a podcast beginning Monday. There you go. So you, you're going to get people like listening to all the podcasts, CA, mm-hmm. talking to people doing big things in the DFW Metroplex. Um, and we always appreciate that, sir. Uh, it's a get right right here on 105 through the fan. Coming up next, ESPN talked to various executives in the NFL and they had predictions for the 2024 season. Let's uh, see if we agree with these executives and we'll do an next on the fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.